Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast Superhero Hour Edition. Today, we are going to be giving you an update on what's been going on in the superhero world in terms of movies and games and TV shows. And we got the captain with us, Byron Mitchell, to break all of this down for us. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. There's a lot of superhero news to cover. I'm excited. Okay, that's true. We haven't, we haven't given a superhero hour since what? Justice League? I think it was the review, our review of Justice League. Yeah, the review of Justice League. That feels like a minute. A minute. Yeah, that was in March. Now it's May. A couple months. Man, there's been there's been a lot happening. But before we go to the new stuff, let's let's hop into the Restore the Snyder uh, verse once again. Uh, Anne Sarnoff had an interview with Variety, and we were talking about it for a little bit, saying that Zack Snyder's Justice League will complete the director's superhero trilogy saying that they want to move past the social media campaign and hand back control to DC film universe to the filmmaker. What, what, what's, what's happening with this man? Like on a lot of heat, this caused a lot of outrage. Like what, what's going on? I don't know what's going on with Warner media studios or Ann Sarnoff, but they need to get together that line of how they want to hand control back to the filmmakers is Utter bullshit because we see how they destroyed Sna- Zack Snyder's original Justice League um, when you know he had to step down because of the passing of his daughter, and then Joshua Whedon just came and messed it up, and then they also destroyed David Ayer's Suicide Squad so much where they had to reboot it instead of giving it a sequel, and um, Ayer has came out and said that he you know that wasn't the vision how he wanted the film to go, and then people started to release the Ayer cut which Sarnoff said they're not going to do anyway. So I don't know that line of giving control back to the filmmakers is utter bullshit when we've seen two products where they destroyed the vision of the director. Yeah, man. And then there was also the interview, I think it was also from Variety, from someone in Warner Brothers saying that like the people over there don't know what they're doing. It seems like it. It really does. And then you obviously saw who's, who's been very outspoken about uh, Warner Brothers Ray Fisher, for, uh, for those who don't know, that is Cyborg in the Justice League, uh, Schneider Cut and the Justice League Whedon Cut. And he's been super outspoken about how Warner Brothers is just messing up. And other people, we saw recently, too, that uh, Ray Fisher came out saying that not only Whedon was getting him mad, but Whedon threatened to ruin Gal Gadot's career. And then Gal Gadot confirmed that. And, Man, that just reaffirms what we've been thinking about Whedon. If you were about to ruin one of the biggest uh, stars in the industry now, especially superheroes, Wonder Woman, like, what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. It's just a whole big mess and at DC. I know they're trying to be like Marvel, even though they probably won't come out and say it directly. But it just seems like they have no connected vision in their DC movies. It just mm-hmm. seems like it's just a bunch of movies thrown together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know where they're trying to go. Like with, at least with phase one of Marvel, you kind of knew like what they were trying to do and what they were trying to achieve. But I have no idea what they're trying to do in DC. Yeah. And then we got Suicide Squad, uh, James Gunn's one coming up soon so i i don't know what it's going to be connected towards is it going to be connected towards the justice league schneider cut or is it going to be connected towards the old justice league 
movie, like that continuity? Like, what's that going to be? We don't know. Yeah. We, I don't, I have no idea, but I know a lot of, like I said, like you said, a lot of fans were very upset with the way that interview came out um, and what fans start off said. Like, I saw a lot of tweets about, like, how they were disappointed with the way, you know, Warner Media Studios was handling the Snyder Cut and the Snyderverse. By not restoring the Snyderverse, they're literally about to miss out on millions, if not billions of dollars. Because mm-hmm. he had a vision for Justice League 2 and for 3, so that's two movies. Let's say they both made a billion dollars each. That's two billion dollars that they potentially could miss it out on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I would say that's the difference with DC and Marvel. Definitely right now that Marvel does not fumble bags like DC has of recent. Like, you have a cash cow ready for this and then they're not taking advantage of it. we're going to talk about talking winter soldier review next but marvel has all these random shows that you wouldn't even think would have been on disney plus like Ironheart and armored wars that are going to be coming but they're not missing out on the money like no and i know we talk about this on our wrestling ones like money talks and dc is just letting it walk and that's that's what's going to cost them i mean like i don't understand like in regards to like back to that comment where she said uh, restored back to the filmmaker mm-hmm. um i don't understand how you hire a director and just not want to see their vi- vision to fruition like it just it just doesn't make sense to me like at least with marvel i feel like they give their directors more creative control like with what their movies are doing or like whatever the tv shows are doing i don't get the same sense with warner meter studios I'm almost starting to think too that DC has had two two peaks of this, I guess, 20th, 21st century. Uh, the first peak was the dark, like the Dark Knight trilogy, mm-hmm. when they were at their highest, and then it's gone low. Then it went up a lot during like the first Wonder Woman, then went low again. Then another peak. Obviously, we're going to talk about TV shows, but DC is a whole crisis on infinite Earths. That was an Omega peak. Like you mixed, you connected all the movies, all the shows. Right. We really thought we're like, oh my gosh, if they continue with this type of stuff, then they're going to catch up real quick because they already have like, they have movies worth of content on free TV with the shows. Yeah. And and then Schneider cut, we're just like, oh, we're really going to be riding this. And then we're back down to square one. So we're going to have to. Wait and see on that. Suicide Squad is the next movie, so we'll definitely, when that movie comes out, we'll be giving you guys a review on that. But let's head over to the Marvel Universe, the MCU. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier ended a little bit ago with six episodes uh, starring Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. Byron, man, what did, what did you like? Like, did you, how did you feel about this show? I, this one was a little bit more action-y than uh, WandaVision. I felt like it was short. It was only six episodes. Yeah, I think one division was eight, so just two episodes shorter. So how did you how did you feel about this one? I mean, this one is the first one that already got greenlit for a movie. We're getting Captain America four now, which that's wild. So how did you feel about this show? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I definitely like the action scenes um, that they had. I think my favorite action scene is when. Sam and Bucky finally got the shield from uh, John Walker, who I hated throughout the entire show. 
job. He was doing his job, but he just didn't have that Captain America mm-hmm. that you're used to. And it just uh, didn't work out for me. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. I liked how they explored the relationship between like Sam and Bucky. You know how Bucky was trying to repay for his actions as a Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Like you finally, in the first episode, if Sam didn't accept the shield, and you like eventually find out why he didn't. And I think it's just a very powerful um, scene when you find out why he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very it was very action packed, very interesting. Uh, the legacy of that shield you had obviously i mean bucky his best friend for life cap and then you had sam who he's like newer best friends so they're the both two surviving so carrying on the legacy of captain america mm-hmm. and you see them fighting that and then the u.s government i mean it never goes well when they get involved and then them try wow. to implement john walker and then sharon carter's twist i want to spoil it for you i know it's been a minute but if you still want to watch it then watch what Sharon Carter becomes and and then Baron Zemo and um, Wakanda's involved. I mean, it was very, it was very good. I felt like there was more MCU pieces involved in this one than WandaVision. Oh, most definitely. And then with this, we get Captain America four, which looking like Sam and Bucky will be back. Don't know how they'll go from there, but Hey, I'm, I'm excited. These Disney plus shows can do really good that, they announced movies on that, just like you're talking about. Marvel keeps turning, and the money keeps rolling. And um, Sam Wilson, African-American, Captain America now. So, For the culture. So that is that is uh, cool to see. Got a suit. Got a Captain America suit from uh, Wakanda, too. So that is definitely cool to see. But speaking of money keeps turning, uh, Marvel did not stop. We got two. Actually, we got two movie trailers, and then a Marvel like overall trailer. So we got Shang-Chi. No one saw that coming when it got announced at the point in time, like the trailer. And we got Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, just last week. Byron, how are you feeling about these trailers? I mean, Shang-Chi, I mean, he's going to be a person who a lot of people don't know. And Venom 2, even though they're not the MCU, but we got Carnage coming in, and that's going to be a bloody movie. So what do you think about those trailers? I first I'll talk about the Shang Chi trailer since mm-hmm. that was the first one that came out. Um, I actually enjoyed it a lot. It looks great. Um, like I, like you said, I'm not too keen on like this comic book story. Um, but I know that the villain is going to be the Mandarin, the real which, one, the real Mandarin. Yes, not the one from Iron Man three. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, the real Mandarin to be his father. Father, I know they created like his father character specifically mm-hmm. for the movie because um, I was doing some research and um, they're replacing Shang Chi's original comic book father, who is yeah. Fu Manchu, mm-hmm. um, and they wanted to change some of the problematic aspects of the Mandarin's comic book portrayal. So that's why they created this new person who's supposed to be like more than one dimension and more like loving and all that stuff. Um, so I'm excited to see it. Um, big fan of you know representation so i'm looking forward to see the the asian community get a superhero on the big screen so i am looking forward to it how how do you think this is going to work because he is going to be the first new hero in a long time like especially post thanos 
So, like, how do you get him integrated already in this F- this already huge MCU world? Because, you know, Marvel has their typical thing. They do the origin story, have a little uh, Easter eggs about how it's connected, things of that. Like, how do you get a new hero involved post-Thanos? So, I think the way they're doing it by introducing the real uh, Mandarin, mm-hmm. uh, which connects back to, like, phase one. Um, with the original Iron Man movie. So I think that's the, a good way to introduce him. Like, oh, this is a real Mandarin, so this is his son. So you like, see like why he doesn't want to you know, follow in his father's footsteps. So I think the way they're introducing him is very good because they're already introducing him to an established universe mm-hmm. by connecting him with Iron Man and the Ten Rings. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Then you go over there to Venom, Let There Be Carnage. That just came out last week. We were not expecting that trailer at all anytime soon. And it, it's going to look like it's going to get messy. And it, it gets messy when you have Carnage in there. What did you think about that trailer? I'm not going to lie. I was kind of underwhelmed. Okay. I was. I guess I was looking for more action scenes. And I didn't really get that. Because I believe it was the first Venom trailer. You got like a lot of action scenes. Of like Venom being Venom. So I kind of just wanted to see, I guess, more carnage in it. So you do see like Woody Harrelson, and then at the end you do see like carnage, um, him being the full symbiote carnage. Um, so I was kind of over- underwhelmed, but I'll I'll still watch it because you know I'm a big fan of Venom. Um, I don't know about I'm still a little iffy on Woody Harrelson be- being carnage. I feel like he's always playing like these comical characters, so I don't know how well he can do with playing an unhinged psychopath, but we'll see. Hey, sometimes those ones you don't expect are the ones who provide Oscar-winning performances. That's true. I mean, if in recent memory serves, the two Jokers, I mean, those were people who were like, you didn't expect them playing crazy, and they got Oscars out of it, so... That's true. I'm not going to say he's going to get an Oscar, but so far, that, that's been the pattern. And then... The trailer, I guess, was it before Shang-Chi? The Marvel trailer that they dropped about movies and, like, the, like, Marvel life. Like, I know you were really digging that trailer. I think it was after the Shang-Chi trailer. Because it had the Stan Lee voiceover and, like, it it, it was, I know you were really digging that one. So what did you think about that? Yeah, I I thought it was epic. Like, the Stan Lee voiceover, RIP to a legend, the GOAT. Um, like him just voicing over and like they're having different scenes of what he's saying, like match was amazing. And then they, well, in the first part of the trailer with the Avengers team up scene and in game. So automatically I got chills and I know it's about to be something epic. So then they just start showing like the trailer for like um, Black Widow and Shang-Chi and giving like release dates um, for the movies for the first half of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason why it set the internet ablaze is because we finally got a teaser trailer for the Eternals. That is true. That's true. And I know you were going on record with me saying we got to wait to record this because the Eternal trailer is going to officially drop and we did not get the Eternals trailer. <laughs> we did not get it. I thought it would be because they did the, like a little teaser trailer. So I thought they were going to do like more of an extended trailer, but they didn't. I guess they're waiting closer to the release date, which is, I think, in November. Um, so we'll probably get it like sometime in the summer. And then, man, because I feel like that's the one I'm the least bit excited for at the moment, because it's one of those, if you guys are Eternals, I know what you are, the Celestials, 
where have y'all been? Right. Like the dude snapped half of this universe and y'all were just chilling. So I hope I don't have that same because that was my issue with Captain Marvel. You're so strong and <laughs> not been. We've had 20 plus episodes, be- episodes, movies before you. Where have you been? So I hope I don't have that issue. She was off world protecting the galaxy. That's right. But everything was centered on Earth, but it's OK. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that trailer was super, super, super good. Before I switch back to D.C., though. Got a shout out to our Marvel's Avengers uh, video game that you and I play. And uh, the beginning, obviously, we've talked about with COVID and all that release dates and stuff were pushback, pushback. But recently, they've been on a roll with releasing a lot of new content. Yes. For anyone who dropped the game, I suggest picking it back up because there's a lot of new content. And it used to be every couple months. Now it feels like it's every couple weeks that there's something new and i feel like they're definitely building up to the war of wakanda because once that drops it's it's gonna get wild yeah they said though the um black panther dlc or whatever they're calling it is supposed to be like the biggest content drop to date mm-hmm. um so that's supposed to be i think later this summer so i think mm-hmm. from the way they're dropping it everything and the, the way the roadmap looks i feel like it's gonna be like late august when they drop that um but i'll be strapped in because i've been loving the content they've dropped like ever since they dropped hawkeye they took like a little break but like with the tachyon um protocol thing they just had like after that they've just been going full speed ahead yeah and hawkeye i feel like hawkeye was a he was a game changer for the game and having the future wasteland and we've talked about they need more levels there and they're about to do it and Mm -hmm. like i feel again if you drop the game because you haven't seen anything new in a bit i suggest picking it up now it's this is the best time to start playing it. And obviously we play on YouTube. So make sure you check it out on the L7C YouTube channel when we go live and play some Marvel's Avengers. And yeah, yeah we'll definitely have to play because they're about to drop the Red Room takeover this week. And then they're upgrading, uh, introducing a champion system. So yeah. as they, from the video I saw earlier, um, they're, it's going to take a while to grind up and get unlock the full champion system. I think they said it's about 372 levels to fully upgrade the champion Three. system. Wow. Yeah, so get ready to grind. <laughs> Jeez, well, that's a long time, but we'll see how we'll see how that goes. But let's let's switch it back to the DC with the uh with the Arrowverse, our Arrowverse. Uh last Legends of Tomorrow just returned uh, about last week. Um uh no, 2 weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago, because they're already on episode, they'll have their third episode. Yep. So that came back, so that's been exciting. Uh, Superman and Lois is coming back this Tuesday, so that's going to be real exciting. I know a lot of people have been waiting for that. And Black Lightning's about to end um, two weeks on the 23rd, and Supergirl's taking a break before she ends. So first off, are you excited Superman and Lois is finally coming back? It's been a while. Yes, I am definitely excited that Superman and Lois is coming back. They've had a great first half of their season. I think their first half of like six episodes. Um, and like every episode just reveals like a new twist that's exciting. I'm just really enjoying it so far. And how about Legends of Tomorrow? This is, uh, this is, they're, they're starting off, you know, they're a quirky 
group, but they have an Arrowverse OG as their leader, Sarah Lance, uh, the White Canary. So who do you who do you think is going to end up like? So far, we can't really tell who the main main bad guy is yet. I have no idea, and I was just trying to think about that while doing research. Um, I have no idea who the main villain is going to be in Legends, but I'm I I like the Legends with their quirky comic book humor. Yeah, they're like their Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a perfect way to look at them. There are some quirky people, and then. Going to the show that's about to be over in two weeks after four seasons, Black Lightning. And I mean, this season four is their last season's been super intense. And like, what do you, I know you felt like it could go a little bit longer, but how do you feel about he was obviously the first African American main character show in the Arrowverse, and he's had four consistently good seasons. And like, how do you feel about like that legacy and like representation with him and them? As we all know, I'm a big fan of representation matters because um, it's just about time that we get like more diverse heroes um, on TV and in movies. So I'm great, happy that he was the first, you know, Arrow, black Arrowverse superhero to have his own show, which is amazing. I did, you know, want them to go um, a little bit longer um, just for the culture aspect and, you know, being the first black. Arrowverse show, but I'm happy with the seasons that they put out. Like you said, four good, consistent seasons. Um, and then after he leaves, we'll get Painkiller. Uh, so hopefully, Painkiller can go at least four seasons. Um, hopefully, more than that, but we'll see. I mean, I think Painkiller could do great. Um, they had a, like a little teaser episode um, during this season, we we'll just focus on him. And man, that episode was hard. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree. Because, shoot, even think about this perspective. Uh, Black Lightning went a lot longer than uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage had two seasons. Two. Well, and three if you count the Defenders, but... Yeah, but it wasn't really... Yeah. Yeah, but Black Lightning went four. I mean, that's crazy to think about, too, and I'm telling you guys, Black Lightning, that shows the truth. If you, like, really, you really watch it and you're picking up on what they're talking about, it's, it's some real stuff, especially for a CW show. Yeah. Especially that first episode when they're talking about teasing, like, not police, well, teasing police brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was intense. So then Supergirl is about to go on her little hiatus for a bit. Their first half's about to be done. The main thing is, like, Supergirl's been in the Phantom Zone. They've been trying to get her back. And I'm excited to see what they do in the second half because I still don't know. I don't know who the main bad guy is in that, if it's still Lex. Because Lex is free now. But they erased his memory of him knowing who Supergirl's true identity was. But, like, how do you think? Like, what are you thinking how this is going to end? I have no idea how this is going to end, especially with not knowing who the main villain is. But I think it's exciting that they put her in the Phantom Zone. Like, I never thought they would, like, go that route with, like, either Superman or Lois or Supergirl that they would introduce a Phantom Zone. So I think it's a brilliant story that she's trapped in a. Um, Phantom Zone, they're trying to get her back. They still have to protect... Um, I forgot the name of the city. National City. Yeah, National City. So I think it's I think it's good. I've, I've enjoyed it. I'm definitely ex- anxious to see what they do in the second half and who the main villain turns out to be. Yeah, with her being in the Phantom Zone, it's almost like uh, WWE-type booking. You have your main star away off injury or something like that, so you can focus on other people. Yep. Supergirl, I mean, it's her show, but 
we've got a lot of um focus on brainy and dreamer leah like we've got a lot of focus on other people's struggles right now which is really really good on them and then uh flash flash is still going strong they're about to soon is going to be their 150th episode which is a monumental milestone um the only other Arrowverse show to get to 150 has been arrow so and they're gonna have uh his daughter back and they're gonna have his son from the future that we've never seen so i'm excited to see what more surprises when uh flash 150 drops okay i'm excited for 150 i Wonder, I mean, they're probably going to bring back a reverse flash, and he's always exciting to see. Mm-hmm. And then going to the other Arrowverse show, we got Batwoman. Um, season, I mean, again, season two has been a little bit better than season one, but man, there's <laughs> this new Batwoman has made some mistakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now we have the old Batwoman in the fray, but they don't know it's the old Batwoman like that. I, I really want to see how this ends up. Like if they're going to finally realize that someone who they just fought was the old Batwoman. I think they have to eventually reveal that. Cause what would be the point of bringing her back if they never reveal that to like the other characters besides a uh, Roman Sionis, mm-hmm. AKA black mask. So I feel he's like causing, they're eventually he's causing trouble by the way. He's been causing some trouble. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think they'll eventually, reveal it i don't know how they're going to do it because i know like they tease like people who get erased like their memories erased like um alice like their memories can't come back so i feel like they probably will go that route like sh- she might get like hit in the head and like her memories come back yeah i'm, I'm really excited how to see how that how that goes with um Batwoman, and then we still are still waiting on Stargirl, so we still got a little bit ways with her. And then, yeah, she's supposed to be coming back sometime this summer. Yeah, sometime this summer. So we're about to lose two episodes, and Painkiller One looks like it's going to be a go. And we're still over here on the L7C, waiting for Green Arrow and the Canaries. Give me Green Arrow and the <laughs> Canaries, man. They really had a fire teaser episode during the last season of Arrow, and they said, nah, we're not going to give it to you. That just, every time I think about it, I get mad. <laughs> and, and obviously, CW dropped a poster of the main characters of each superhero show, and then just seeing it, I was just like, ah, oh, man, there's really no Oliver Queen there, because it's been over for a year. Man, this this hurt. Have you seen the rumors of like people thinking in the second half of Superman Lois we're gonna get John Diggle's Green Lantern? I have not seen those rumors. Someone tried to say that they saw something in a trailer, but you know, one person says it and then it starts circulating around. But yep. we, I know, I know uh, John Diggle's char- uh, character, Dave Rams, like he has been, he's been, um, what is that? Directing episodes. I know he's done some directing episodes for Arrowverse show still, but. We haven't seen him post like since Arrow's been over. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, if he does come back, I don't know if it would be. I guess that Superman and Lois would be the only one, or Batwoman, but he doesn't know the new Batwoman, so I guess it would be Superman and Lois if his character did decide to come back. Yeah, because remember... Uh, or Flash. Flash and them, yeah, Flash, he could always come to Flash. 
because Lila and them moved to Metropolis. Right. But I don't know, like, I'm still waiting for that. Because we actually have not, we've only heard them in names. We actually have not seen any characters from the Arrow show pop up on the other shows yet. Not yet, because of the whole quarantine. But hopefully, since, you know, everything is getting lifted, according to the CDC, hopefully mm-hmm. we can get some joint episodes soon. Ah, man, that's that's what makes the Arrowverse great. Because, I mean, there's been a, like, the, we haven't had a crossover since Crisis. And, like, we formed a whole Justice League on the show and haven't had a chance for them to call up and meet yet and have another fight. Like, again, that's where Arrowverse was at its peak right after. Yep. So hopefully we can get back there again. Uh, Suicide Squad, James Gunn thing, we forgot to mention. It is an R. It's a rated R movie. So get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as soon as I saw King Shark rip a man in two, I was like, yeah, this got to be rated R. Um, Robert Pattinson's The Batman finished uh, filming, so we'll see. And and then again, we, which was our first superhero podcast, we're getting another DC fandom in 2021. I am excited. I enjoyed the first DC fandom. It Hopefully, hit. though, it did hit. Hopefully, this one will hit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I don't know if they're going to do it in person now since yeah. you know, everything is being lifted regulations and stuff but if it does get you know have fans and i know that'll be that much more exciting with fans coming back and just being able to see everything what would you want from this dc fandom because obviously the biggest thing pushing last year's one was this justice league shattered shut like first trailer uh, mm-hmm. wonder woman 1984 um rock steady coming back with suicide squad kill the justice league the gotham knights game like what's going to be pushing this one um, I have no probably the Rocks movie, Black Adam, um, Black Adam. Yep, because I think that comes out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll probably be like the main focus because I feel like that's the only announced DC movie that we have. Oh, on the Flash point one, I feel like we'll get a. Tra- I feel like we'll get a trailer for both those, both those movies and. I feel like you gotta drop another. You gotta drop a game tri- play thing of Gotham Knights since it's already been pushed back. Yeah, so that's supposed to come out early 2022. So I'll probably get some more gameplay of that. I didn't like it. Didn't like it getting pushed back this already, man. Not at all. Um, they could at least push it back till later this year. They don't have to push it back till 2022. Mm-hmm. But whatever. So we'll probably get some gameplay from Gotham Knights and then some gameplay for Suicide uh, Squad Kills of Justice League. Are you are you smelling are you smelling the Injustice Three rumors? Do you think that could potentially? I know some people talked about E three because E three is coming back. Like, or maybe D, like, are we? Can Injustice Three come back? Because DC hasn't made a new game since Injustice Two. I know. I uh, ah man, it's I don't... hard to think about that. That was the last newest console game from dc while marvel's had spider-man marvel spider-man spider-man <laughs> marvel's avengers like it, it's really hard to think about that injustice 2 was the last real dc game that game was hard oh um, yeah i think they could do injustice 3 now if they do it definitely will make tons of money because yeah i mean i'll buy it that's for sure um 
I think they're playing. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> we need a DC game. Yeah, it, it's been way, way too long since the last DC game. So I'm just thinking, well, yeah, I think if they want to just drop some waves at an E3 or a DC fandom, I mean, what more can you ask for? Especially fandom if you get The Rock to show up. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> if they have it in person, The Rock shows up. Oh my, you get that's ticket sales right there. <laughs> yeah, man. And then I feel I do feel like they'll have more trailers from uh, no, because Reeves the Batman comes out twenty twenty two. I believe so. So they'll probably have another trailer for that. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. It's gonna like we're in this stage where like the air rushers are going. Uh, Loki comes in June. June 9th. Um, so June 9th. Yeah, it'll be six episodes. And the last episode will be the week after uh, Black Widow movie. So you, you can ride Loki all the way to Black Widow. And man, Black Widow, I'm so excited. We talk about DC hasn't had a video game since 2017. This will be the first MCU movie since Far From Home. Yeah. What was that? 2000. Came out the same year as Endgame. 19? Right. 2019. Yeah. Can't believe it's been that long. A mm-hmm. couple years. And I know that um, this has nothing related to DC and Marvel, but just movie wise, how the Demon Slayer movie took the movies by storm by being the movies. I, I, man, I'm going to see if Black Widow can uh, beat Demon Slayer's money. It should be no problem, but we're going to see. It should be no problem because Marvel fans, like you said, haven't had a movie since 2019. Like they've had their shows, but they haven't had a, like a physical presence in the movies. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we'll show up. I mean, I know we're planning to go see it when it comes out on July 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it can. But man, this Demon Slayer movie, man. I mean, it brought movies. For me, if, if you haven't been seeing it, I'm just going to give a plug for it. Make sure you go see it. Like, it really brings the magic of being in the movie theaters again. Like, I, last time I went was Wonder Woman, and that was great. But, like, seeing everyone at the Demon Slayer one, and I, it got me excited to get the crew together and start going back to these Marvel movies, because that's what we've been doing all these years. And nothing beats a Marvel movie on premiere night. Oh, not at all. Like, I can't. Before Demon Slayer, I can't remember the last time. I was in the movie theaters. Was it at, was it far from home? It might have been far from home. So 2019. So no, um, Joker, Joker. Oh uh, yeah. Joker. Joker is probably the last time I saw a movie in theaters. Um, so just being back in those seats, it just, you know, I never knew how much I missed movie theaters, like going to go see a movie until I was back in the theaters and just brought like, like the magic of just being able to go see a movie. Seeing those previews and like, like, ooh, maybe I should go check out that. That gets yep. and especially in the MCU movies, that the intro comes, like the Marvel ten year, like it's gonna it's gonna be a good time, man. Like, I'm really excited for that. I'm not gonna tell people what to do because of their safety stuff, but I mean, I I, I couldn't spend thirty dollars to watch Black Widow at home. I'll drive and spend like twelve to watch it. Right, <laughs> like I couldn't do that. That's no. No, no, no. Why was there anything else that we were missing, man? We really did cover a whole bunch of content in a short amount of time. 
Um, I'm trying to look at my notes to see if there's anything. I mean, we can still we can still keep going in on Warner Brothers, but that could, that could take hours. Uh, that could take hours. I mean, get it together, Warner Bros. That's all I ask. Just get it together. Again, man, I, I, I'm starting to think Jeff Johns is phony. <laughs> <laughs> like he's supposed to be there, Kevin Feige. But uh, like, what what are we doing over there? I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I wish I knew. I just want to be in one of those meetings where they're discussing like their vision, like. Is this what y'all are really doing? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm. They, they need to really get something together. They cannot fumble ready the armada. Like, come on. Oh my God, not ready. <laughs> oh no. Come on, you cannot. You can't fumble that. That's just ridiculous. Dark side. <laughs> so hard. Like, don't, them. <laughs> don't. Do not fumble. Do not fumble that that bag, man. Oliver Queen did not sacrifice himself on Crisis for y'all to fumble. He really did not. So y'all need to get it together. Honor his legacy. Bring back the Snyderverse because we need those two movies, man. Y'all need the money. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> I mean, tell them the truth. They need the money. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It could potentially $2 billion just for Two movies. I know y'all need to get that money. Y'all paying y'all paying the rock. That means you gotta pay him rock money. He ain't cheap. right. <laughs> oh, no, he is not. And you know his fans are gonna show up for the movie no matter what. And also with DC, Henry Cavill. What are we doing, bro? Are you in? Or are you out? I ask this every time we talk about superheroes. You say sometimes you're in, and then you give these uh, passive aggressive stuff. Like, are you in? Or are you out, man? Yeah, he, I need him. Superman, he said the stuff's still hanging in his closet. I was like, okay, we'll pull up on set. What are we doing? It, I think it's all because of Warner Brothers Media, man. I don't know if they know what they want to do with him. Yeah. I, like, I feel like if they give him, like, a good story, I feel like he would be back in. Because I know they're trying to do um, the first uh, black Superman. I know they've been in talks with that. Uh, we'll see. Because <laughs> right now, I don't know if I trust DC enough to handle that well. I would if it was uh, uh, Greg Bertinelli and Mark Guggenheim. I, I would trust them with serious stuff, especially if you gave them a lot of money and they weren't working on a CW budget. Oh, yeah, I would trust those two because they haven't let me down in the Arrowverse. No, no. I mean, they just did Crisis on Infinite Earths in a five episode TV show. So if they could do that, just imagine what they could do with a movie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I ain't that. I ain't that. Anything else, Fire, before we hit the closing? Um, we also forgot to mention that in that Marvel trailer, they did announce the uh, title for the upcoming Black Panther, which is yes, yes, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. and then Captain Marvel Two will be called the Marvels because they're gonna have Miss Marvel and um, the girl from Wandavision. I can't think of her name right now. Monica Rambeau. Yeah, I said Maggie. I was gonna say Megan Rapinoe, the soccer player. <laughs> All right, come on, man. You know Monica. You play Avengers the video game. Yes, Monica Rambeau. She'll be in that. Um, so we have a. Mini team up like many Avengers in the Captain Marvel movie. 
I wonder when she becomes bad. Hmm. We know she ain't a good girl. Well, I mean, we 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 know she's a bad guy. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for the MCU. I wish I could say the same thing about DC, but <laughs> no, I'll still support DC. Yeah, Black Panther is going to be so interesting because I don't know what they're gonna. Ooh. I have no idea what they're gonna do. Like, are they gonna pass the mantle to Shuri? Um, I know I've seen on Twitter like some people saying they sure cast Black Panther. I don't I don't know. But it comes out in twenty twenty two, I believe. July eighth. Yeah. It'll be oh, it's gonna be very, very interesting. Because soon once Black Widow starts going, we're gonna start to buckle up because there's gonna be a lot of Marvel movies coming. Yeah, we got four this year, I think four next year. And at least three in 2023. Which is crazy, because if nothing gets pushed for this year, Black Widow comes out in July. That's already like the halfway point of the year. So you're going to be looking at three other movies coming in fall, winter time. Hey, I'm all here for it. But hey, Byron, do some shout outs. Shout the people out before we close it off today. Get some shout outs? Yeah, we can shout now. Thanking the fans. I mean, thank you for listening to us ramble on about superheroes or wrestling. We love that you guys support us. We know we've got great content coming out. So just yeah, look at our Twitter, our Facebook. We got our Discord now. So we're doing big things. We got a blog page. Yeah, we got yeah, our new blog page and episodes go directly. New episodes go directly to the blog page. You just check that out and. Maybe get some content written on there. We do got a Discord. It's already starting to get cleaned up a bit right now. We already have sections for each person's type of episode. So you could catch anyone's episodes. You're in the Naruto, go to the Naruto section. You're in the college. The Buckeyes go in the Buckeye section, so on and so forth. So that Discord's really getting cleaned up today. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening to us. And we're here, man. We're ready to keep it rocking and rolling. And Sooner or later, we will be back to review the legacy of Supergirl when that series is over and Black Lightning and go from there. Yep, we got some superhero content coming out for you guys soon. And with that being said, thank you everyone for listening to the L7C podcast. You guys take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.